0: Hey everyone, this is your host Javier and Daniel, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine sitting around a table with your best friends but sober, or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Brown Sound with your host Javier and Daniel. <laughs> I'm back <laughs> I'm back and I'm better episode two baby and this time we're coming I was gonna say harder but coming in harder doesn't sound uh well I don't know
0: where <laughs> yeah maybe we can start that over let's start that over and then, uh, uh, yeah
1: anyways uh episode two. Episode 2, Baby. How do you say Baby in that Purse? Um be, be. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Be-be. you see yeah. Creek? <laughs>
0: and the be <ba-bae. laughs> um, Baby is... I think it's Miatz. Miatz. Sorry, it's like child or something, but yeah. yeah. Same thing. Oh.
1: In español, es bebé. We back, yeah. bebé. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that sounds more like we're flirting. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, bebé Yeah. Aquí. yeah. <laughs> um, no, welcome back to the Brown Sound. We're super excited to be here. Episode two. Uh, And today's focus is going to be around some college memories, a little bit about what inspires us. How does that sound?
0: Sounds good. Sounds good, CheekXL. You know, like with the last episode, we started out with our shout-out of the week. So, who's the person you would like to give a shout-out this week?
1: So, I would like to highlight my sister-in-law, Lupita Nunez Gomez. She has the biggest heart um, and she is currently expecting, so we're really excited in our family to have um, another baby join us. But, um, you know, Loops, I just want to say how much I love you, I care about you, um, I think the world of you, and this shout-out's for you. Um, Something that people don't know about Loops is she's actually a small business owner. Uh, She does own Loops Beauty Bar, and you can find her on Instagram. Um, and she does ombre powder brows, saline uh, removal, and she can support you in English or Spanish. So I just want to shout out my sister-in-law, Loops. Oh,
0: what's up? Shout out to Loops. <laughs> okay, so my shout out of this week goes to Kellen Lewis. He is also a podcaster. He does his own podcasting with Michaela Thompson, the Quantum Theory podcast. You gotta give a shout out to Kellen because he was helping me with getting like all of the different services um, in order for us to even provide our podcast on these streaming services. So shout out to Kellen. Thanks. Yeah. For, um, thank you. Thanks for helping me out.
1: So um, let's let's switch let's switch gears here and let's start talking about a little bit on college. Woo. And I know that we have obviously that's where our friendship stems from yeah. and you know we we have a lot of funny <laughs> stories and experiences in college um you know much to our surprise um definitely because of like culture and a lot of things that happened to us in In college, definitely were just crazy stories (laughs) of us just um, you know trying to find ourselves and being away from our families. A lot of times we um, leaned into our friendships, right? Because when you move away to somewhere different, I know you were like maybe forty-five minutes away from home, but I mean that's still it was still away. It was
0: still like completely different. Like the forty-five minutes is like it was like a whole new world, (laughs) a whole new world. (laughs) <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I think a lot of people who who like lived in Moscow understand, especially from the res, like it's yeah, it's 45 minutes away. we could always go home whenever we wanted, but um it was just such a different different community, different lifestyle, different everything, so right it, it felt it felt weird, you know it felt weird moving from the res to a different town that wasn't on the res.
1: Yeah, right. And I I was almost five and a half, six hours away from home. Um, And so I remember that because I joined the college assistant migrant program, and I do want to put, you know, some some spotlight on that program, because without it, a lot of us wouldn't have the opportunities of pursuing higher education, much less learn how to navigate college and get retention services that first academic year. Um, And so I went up there and you know, I, I got to kind of get more in touch with my culture, as crazy as, as that sounds. But I was able to connect with more people um, similar to me. Um, and it was a little different because I'm from Caldwell, so we have a lot of Latinos. And it was a lot of... Um, you know, non-latino people and so I was like, yeah. "Where am I?" <laughs> and I was like, "Welcome to North
0: Idaho." Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I had I had to get used to that, but you know, do, do you have any particular college story right off the top of your head that you can think of <laughs> that kind of just brings you back to those days? <laughs>
0: Oh, man, I have so many college memories. Um, the one that comes off the top of my head, which is probably one of my favorite moments, just because, you know, just to give a little background, I grew up in the era of, like, Jersey Shore when that was on TV. So, like, <laughs> I think I just, in my mind, I thought like, oh, that's how you have a good time. You just whoop yeah. it up like them and definitely um, don't do that anymore. <laughs> Not as wild. Uh no, but one of my favorite college memories is the one time when one of our friends, remember his mom came to visit for the weekend and she like fed us on, I think it was like a Saturday night. Yeah, it was Saturday because the next day was Sunday. So Saturday, I remember she made like, I think it was like pasole for all of us and we all went and ate. Oh, and yeah. we ended up like having some, you know, college fun that happens <laughs> in college. And then I remember the next day when I was, like, leaving, going back to either my dorm. Yeah, it was my dorm. And I remember I couldn't find my shoes.
1: <laughs> and,
0: and I remember, um, yeah, it was Sunday because I was trying to, like, look for my shoes. And I remember running into our friend's mom again. And she was like... Oh, honey, where are your shoes? You know. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, they're probably just pulling a prank on me, you know. Like we were just like I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, I don't even know where they're. At. <laughs> and I remember walking cuz you know, Moscow in the winter time, it's cold, it's snow, it's like frozen <laughs> roads. And I remember like walking to my truck and I was like, man, my socks are all wet. She <laughs> was like, where are your shoes? <laughs>
1: Did you ever find your shoes?
0: No, not even, <laughs> never. I had to probably buy the same pair, but <laughs> I don't know where they, so yeah, somewhere up in Moscow. Where,
1: where were your flip flops? The ones
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was wintertime. <laughs> they were tucked away. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's, that's all funny. <laughs> you know, that's funny because, um, you know, in the college I got the nickname Houdini, as you remember. Ooh. Oh yeah. (laughs) Part of that was because I I was just never a big beverage um, drinker. You know, I just anyone I just it wasn't my thing. And I remember going out like with friends, (laughs) going out with friends. uh, Everyone would always try to give me a drink. And so my thing was always, and I got really good at it. Anytime anyone tried to shove a drink in my face or, you know, anything, mm-hmm. I was good about, like, tossing it in sinks or, like, switching it out <laughs> for, like, an empty, uh, you know, can. Or, like, yeah. there's this one time where someone was so, like, pushy. And like, you don't need So if, if someone's offering you a drink and you say no, that's it. People should just respect it. Yeah. But, like you know some people don't respect yeah. that and i remember someone going at me like 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 no do it or here here and they wouldn't get away like they wouldn't give me the space so I remember i had one of those my signature puffy vests that i you know you wear those when the yeah. winter comes yes insecurity um, vest i remember right? that's what and we'll unpack that in another episode Yeah. but um i remember opening up my my sleeve and tossing <laughs> my drink into my sleeve i remember and closing that. it up <laughs> Close you get up
0: real quick because <laughs> I, I definitely remember that night because I remember I was like, like all these years I didn't even know. And, and his trick was when everyone would like take the drink, when everyone was like in the middle, like when their heads going up, and then he would Houdini it. And then, but one time I just happened to like on the side of my eye, I remember looking, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah i remember i was like is this whole friendship a (laughs) lie
1: but i definitely remember that and but you've gotten better now no i so i i yeah i mean people should know that you always have to drink responsibly you need to know your limits you need to yes um you know and be of age definitely so we're we're saying do that but i i've just never been big on like You know, I'll have one or two and I'm good like and I'm just having I'm just having a good time. But beyond that, too. I remember. Do you remember my old car Gloria from college? Yes, (laughs) so so I had this 1992 Honda Accord um that I just had forever and she was pushing two hundred and like 60,000 miles I think you know there's a lot of little things with Gloria (laughs) like there's this she was obviously a really old car um she had a lot of rust kind of on the side so the car was like wearing down um from like all the salt and stuff and the back windows didn't go all the way down (laughs) there was like maybe two inches and then whenever i'd start her up um, there's this belt that would just squeak real <laughs> you guys it was like you would be like oh yeah let's
0: let's go i'll drive and would be like uh, uh, no, no 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 i can drive because his car when you open when he turn it on he would be like it sounded like you know someone was strangling a pig you know it was like and i remember a few times he's like oh yeah no i'll drive like oh, It's okay, we we can drive, you know? (laughs) It's fine, it's fine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so though and and i have to say though i loved that car that car was so good to me do you know how many times i drove that back and forth between yeah. caldwell and moscow well, yeah hondas and, are
0: good cars though. they're pretty reliable
1: yeah and i have this other story where like obviously like you know when you have your cars <laughs> like my dad is the one who would help me with like maintenance so if i you know had to do something my dad would remind me or like if i yeah. had issues my dad would fix it but he was five and a half hours away and i remember um i'd I didn't even realize that the brakes were going out because I'm just kind (laughs) of dumb like that. But my roommate at the time, Daniel Rutia, called me and was like, hey, can you pick me up at, you know, the sub? Or I think he was at the bookstore. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got you. So I was driving out to get him, and the car was fine. It was literally up until that moment when I got to him that I was putting the brakes on, and the car wouldn't stop. Like, it did stop, but then it would kind of keep going a little bit. (laughs) And I remember telling him, like, Daniel, hop in, hop in. And he was like, well, stop, stop the car. And I was literally (laughs) going like... I was going like a a second, like a mile a second. Like, I was going so slow, I just couldn't stop. And I was like, well, it won't stop. And I was like, hurry up, jump in. And he like jumped into the car. car. He jumped into the car. And I, and I drove it home because, I, I mean, I didn't have any choice. Luckily, there was, like, no cars. And in hindsight, that's obviously the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> so I don't support this or <laughs> condone this. I just thought I didn't really know what was going with my car um, until I got home. And I remember the first thing I did was I called my dad. And obviously, I got that changed right away. And um, I just remember <laughs> stories <laughs> like <laughs> that. Where, I,
0: so for, like, for like the native listeners, Gloria was basically a res ride. It was a beach <laughs> With a heater, like yeah. that's what we call res cars one, here. One like, winter,
1: one winter she didn't have a heater,
0: <laughs> no, so, so she was just a beater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, on the res we definitely call those type of cars like res rides or like oh that's a res car because it's like <laughs> you know not in the best shape maybe. You right, know? but but yeah, hey, if it, if as long as it got you to A and B, that that's. That's okay. I, you know, it is what it is.
1: It I'm, is what it I'm is. I'm glad you
0: got up a, a new and improved Gloria. though. Right, so my <laughs> new car is,
1: is a Honda. I decided to stay in the <laughs> Honda family. It's like the same color, too. <laughs> Still no tint. But but I have a civic, so you know it's no, um and that's, that's the thing too, right? So About college, like I obviously sometimes was a little embarrassed to have Gloria whenever I'd come around. And in the morning I felt so bad for my neighbors because the car was just so loud when I turned it on. But <laughs> Yeah, and, and I would I would joke around with my friends it's my uh, it's my alarm I know I'm safe at night or in the morning no one's gonna attack me
0: That's so funny it's funny that you had a car like that cause you're like super bougie you know I'm so. definitely not <laughs>
1: Super into labels
0: and, and
1: name brands and stuff. Like Whatever. <laughs> Nothing um, wrong with that. I well, mean, well, no, I mean, no, I know. And we work and if hard you can, for what we have. So if you it, can flex, I mean, go for it. But no, you know, I just, humble, I just remember, though, be humble. Yeah, you definitely got to be humble. Um I just remember, like, you know, whenever you'd come in with your new um, Gucci, Vuitton haircut, <laughs> and I'd be Gucci like. Is, uh that's a fendi. <laughs> I remember when you uh walked in with your coach sandals that one day. <laughs>
0: coach. I'm a coach. Just kidding. I'm on okay, well Dickies. <laughs> your Dickie sandals. I was rocking my Nike Cortez chick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, uh, that's 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 great. Um yeah, I I mean I've had a fair share of rough cars too though. Like sometimes like i mean my car now always gives me a headache you know <laughs> i'm like yeah. oh my gosh it's always doing something it's like oh yep it's, there it goes again but <laughs> <laughs> spending way too much money that's like the thing with jeeps though like once you get one you're just basically like emptying your pockets into it like it's it's like that's like a thing i guess and i didn't really pay attention to that when i got it, when i got it but it it looks cool so <laughs>
1: it yeah it does and um you know the reason for why I want to talk a little bit about college stories and lighten up the mood is I did also want to chat a little bit about what motivates us, especially as, you know, um, men of color, um, mm. having that responsibility to our cultures to uplift them. And uh, I, a lot of what we do is for our families. So let's talk a little bit about like that and from our sp- our perspectives, why we want to better ourselves, what motivates us?
0: Yeah, I think for me what motivates me is it's I mean like you said comes down to family. My parents um You know, thankfully, my parents have provided us a very good life growing up. Um, Definitely grew up paycheck to paycheck, though. But my parents never made us feel like that, you know, even. And so now as an adult and having like bills and life and stuff. So I'm like, dang, I don't know how my parents did this with like four kids, you know, because I'm like, I'm single, no kids. And sometimes I'm like, dang. Where'd all my money go, you know? <laughs> but But no, I think what motivates me to just, you know, do what I do or try to be as successful as I can is definitely my parents and um, even just my dad. My dad is always like instilled in us to always be proud of who we are and where we we come from but also work very hard for the things that you want and um, yeah so so shout out to my parents for giving me motivation
1: yeah and I did notice that you mentioned that you were single again you're all single (laughs) Freddie Domingo from (laughs) Lunas to Domingo yeah
0: putting that back out there again because you know there's a lot of single ladies that listen
1: just kidding all the single single ladies ladies, hit me up no just
0: kidding
1: you know and, and for me I think some of the things that motivate me is I have shared that, you know, we grew up low income. Um, For some people that don't know, we we grew up in a migrant camp. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, but people of seasonal migrant backgrounds can live in subsidized housing in these migrant camps. And so I I remember growing up in one of those in Caldwell and my parents always provided uh, me and my siblings with, you know, with everything. So again, I I didn't, I never felt like I didn't have or didn't have enough. So I'm, you know, especially happy and considering my mom and dad came here with nothing and gave us everything i mean i i am beyond blessed so i will say that um but i knew growing up that that if you had education if you pursued like bettering yourselves that you would have more opportunities and so i always knew that that was a way for me to kind of help my family and myself. And um, even growing up, my parents were primarily Spanish speakers, so I remember having to go translate for them at the mm-hmm. doctors, at the tax people, at, and you know, ima- taxes yeah. are hard enough as it is, but imagine <laughs> having to translate at six years old. <laughs> like, I
0: still don't understand taxes. You know, like, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I'm like, oh, he said it to your adjusted gross income. <laughs> I'm like, how do I say that in Spanish? I don't know. <laughs> And so, you know, there's things like that that people don't think about or consider. But um, when I do think about it, and I remember being frustrated with my parents for having to do that because I hated to translate. But the other thing was, like, my English unlocked, like, opportunities for us. My English was for me and my family. And so for me, I knew I wanted—I had to read a lot. I knew I had to, you know, be smart in a lot of things because what I was getting at that time was Mm -hmm. for all of us and helped us all. And My family teases me because growing up, I pretended to know English when I didn't. And the way that I uh, did that was by, I would say a Spanish word and add um, et at the end. So I would say arbolet, and that was tree. (laughs) (laughs) So I made this fake language (laughs) because I thought I was... 'Cause I, I apparently told people I spoke English and that's that's one of my younger memories. And so what motivates me too is definitely my family, um and just remembering like all that all that we've kinda like went through together mm-hmm. and some of those little memories and growing up. And so that was why it was important for me to just yeah. do better, not just for me, for everybody. In my current position, um that, that's very important to me too. I know that I need to provide opportunities, remove barriers, yep. I keep saying that, because I understand where some of my students are coming from. A lot of us have that shared experience. And I know some people are really quick to judge and hate people um, because they don't understand, but that's part of our duty to share the whys and to share that, um, you know, our humanity and our culture, and that's important to me. Yeah, I think what it
0: comes down to in our communities or like our culture where we come from, we're so community based you know everything we do is like always for our community and yeah. sometimes that has a lot of pressure like like sometimes I think well I know for sure like in native communities especially small ones when one of us kind of like makes it out or makes it you know and, and get a little bit of type of spotlight maybe or something you still have this pressure of like I gotta make sure I'm representing my people not just my family but like my whole tribe or like my town that I'm from or like it's some. sometimes it's really a lot you yeah. know? <laughs> like it's a lot to take in and one time i I just was thinking like man I wonder what it's like to like not have yeah. your community or the pressure of like your family it's like oh that must be nice <laughs> but but I mean everything that I do and I say this all the time everything that I do especially with like this last year in my career is I've made a lot of um made you know a lot of noise in what I've been doing so um i I definitely always say everything that I do is never just for me but it's for my my family and my community because for me, it's like, you know, I might be trying to, you know, knock these doors down. And if I, you know, if I help open one door, it opens them up for the rest, like, that are going to be coming up behind me, you know. So whenever I try to do things or whatever, it's always in the back of my mind, like, well, how how can this benefit your res or your people? Or how can this, you know, and sometimes it causes a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: there's a there's this conference I got to attend in New Orleans oh, um, yeah, where good one times. of the speakers <laughs> I'm like you were there um I I remember one of the keynotes said they they gave this really amazing speech and one of the like quotes that just doesn't has never left um, and I always think about it is it's not enough for us to break barriers and open doors Mm -hmm. our responsibility then is to keep that door open for everybody else behind us and that's just always sat with me because it's exactly what you're saying we just have this responsibility to our communities and our people and all people honestly if we're being honest and those those little ripples the, the noises that you're making they're reaching young the youth right yeah And then they're thinking, if he's out there, if he's doing it, I can aspire to that, too. That's why that's important. Yeah, and I think for me, when I had, like, my aha moment
0: was a few months ago, I got to actually... kind of present to my old high school and so when I was in high school we didn't have a broadcasting class but now the old high school or the high school I used to go to they have a broadcasting class and they have awesome teachers and um, a lot of different good staff but so the broadcasting class from Lapway got to come to the station here and they got to see you know what a radio station's like the daily operations and I got to talk about you know all the kind of fun things that I didn't really think was like cool and then just being able to like um connect with like kids of the community that i come from and then they were so like passionate in what i do you know and they had all these questions about like all the different people that i've interviewed or you know things like that and i was like dang like i guess i am doing something kind of cool <laughs> you know like oh wow but i think <laughs> stuff like that is so important because we don't i mean that's ne- like growing up i necessarily didn't have anyone to really look up to that are that had the same type of interest that i was interested in, you know, like on the res, ninety nine point nine percent people play basketball. Like Lapway is known for basketball and our athletes are great. Like we have a lot of successful athletes that, you know, gone to play college ball, you know, like D one level. Like even overseas, like we've had a lot of successful athletes, but not everyone from my town plays basketball, clearly, like me. I mean I used to play basketball but not I wasn't like Really good, like as these other people, you know. But but uh you get me behind a three point. <laughs> line, woo! Just kidding. No, but like I, there's there's so much more out there for like yeah. you know. I think for the youth to to have interest in and stuff like that and I'm glad that uh someone thinks I'm cool. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting that some of the things that we do we don't we don't do for recognition, we don't do for for clout. Mm-hmm. We just do because it's fun or we're put in situations where we can and so we do. Yeah. And then to hear that what you're doing is worthwhile and someone appreciates it or thinks that it's it's cool. That's I always find that a little rewarding. Like yeah. it's like I don't want that but you hear it and you're like, you know, oh, you get a warm wow. little fuzzy. Yeah. You're like, Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell
0: uh, me yeah, more. Listen <laughs> to Uncle. <Just> kidding. <laughs> and two, just for a listen I don't think I shared this in the last in the last episode, but uh I work for my tribe's radio station. So we are fully operated and owned by the nespers tribe. So I am the radio coordinator here, so that's so when people talk when I talk about my job, that's what I do and I you know, I work in, in radio, so just for people. I don't know if I said that in the last one. I don't know if we talked yeah. about that, but just so people are like, oh, what do you do?
1: You know, <laughs> I'll just, oh, yeah, I have a cool job, but what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that's a good transition into our shady question. Oh, shades shady. of brown. <laughs> yeah. Shades <laughs> of brown, shady question.
0: yo. Yo, it's time for the shades of brown. Just kidding. I was gonna start freestyling, man. You know me; I freestyling all the time. So, are are you ready for the shades of brown question? that you? Yeah.
1: Want am I ask? am I doing this week? I'll I'll do the questions this week. Okay. So, shades of brown question: Are you know little shady questions that are for light fun? In good,
0: in good shade, you know. good and fun. I, shade. and I do have
1: I... to I do have to say, last week I had a lot of people reaching out <laughs> asking him. Same. They were. <laughs> Were you going to say me and then you didn't? Did you...
0: No so also just to backpedal a little bit on on last week. Shout out to little John for being a good sport. He always he's always you know he's just a good you know little John's just a good person. And, he is. And um and uh I I'm, I didn't say that his style was bad. I just said the Chacos I would not wear. Yeah. So let me make that clear because I had people who were like, "Oh, that was a little mean." I'm yeah. like, "Well, it was a little fun shade. It wasn't, it wasn't like super bad." And all, uh, um
1: what are Chacos <laughs> for people who don't
0: Oh, yeah. So Chocos are those, like, sandals, I think. They're all, like, strapped up, all different types of straps. With Velcro and, yeah. Yeah, the little, <laughs> t- <laughs> you know, when you got to put those on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think people wear them for, like, outdoor activities, hiking. Hiking, and I think, yeah. Canoeing yeah. or...
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like a granola Kayaking. looking thing, you know, I don't know what those, yeah. those type of duties, you know, don't do that kind of stuff, but, but yeah, so anyways. Um, so, all right, so, yeah. so the questions, <laughs> the questions, so, yeah, let's, let's get into those.
1: The, okay, so I'm going to ask you three questions. Mm-hmm. You get to choose two to answer, one to skip. Okay. You ready? Yes. First question, well, I'll list all three, you choose the two you want to answer. Okay. Who was your worst roommate in college? Woo! Is there is there one person that everyone enjoyed that you didn't? <laughs> And out of all your siblings, who gossips the most?
0: Okay. My worst roommate. Okay, so when I very first was in the dorms, and my first roommate was a freaking weirdo. Like, I remember that when I moved in, I opened the door, and I'm like, oh, it smells like chips in here. Or it smelled like ham or something. Like, it just had a weird smell. And I remember seeing, like, I don't know if this person was, like, maybe, like, a little... Um, I don't know if he like, I don't know. He definitely wasn't religious because the things that he had on our wall was like kind of creepy. Like he had these like kind of demonic paintings and stuff. And I remember I was like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, no. my grandma, oh. Uh, I call my grandma. Can you, can you pray for me real quick? <laughs> no, so him, he was, the worst, you were... he was the one. He had these crazy paintings and then he (laughs) smelt really bad and he had the bottom bunk because he got there before I did. But the guy and so it was weird because like I had to like step on his bed to get to mine. And he was, yeah, he was the worst roommate. Uh, but then he, oh, it was like, but then he ended up moving out, like, I think <laughs> like a week or two after because he didn't like me. And I was like, that's fine, like, deuces. And so he left and I had the room to myself for a little bit and then I had another roommate who came in who was super cool, so. That's what like my first room, my fr- worst roommate was that guy with the smelly <laughs> chips smell or, like, he just, you know how sometimes when you open up a bag of chips and it smells yeah. like someone farted in there? That's what this guy smelled. And he was like, and I want to say he was Probably in his late 30s, like I think he was one of those people
1: that went to school later. In so life. and so, so safe to say, you're you didn't keep in contact. You're not friends right now. Oh no, I don't even remember
0: his name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so,
1: I, that's funny to me that your roommate smelled like stale corn chips. Or yeah, <laughs>
0: like he kind of smelled like the little bag of the, like... Um, Fritos? Pork rinds, you pork know? Yeah, rinds. or something. It looks like... worse every time you... And just to give a little description of this guy, he was like... He reminded me of the guy off of Toy Story, the big, the big guy that was, like buying all the toys and oh okay or whatever. I, I, can, yeah, I have that. a visual now okay yeah so just so people know you know and <laughs> so yeah worst roommate him and then if there is someone that pe- people enjoy that i don't uh yeah there's definitely mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> um yeah there's there's <laughs> definitely yeah i would yeah um uh, i don't know if i should say their name but there's someone in my community that everyone is just like oh my god it's so great, so you know and i'm just like uh i know so much but i'm just shut up so let's keep it moving <laughs> and like the, and then the uh, okay
1: Sib- the sibling? Gossip. Are you, so are you answering that one? Oh, or? yeah, you going to do all because, three?
0: Or? I mean, I'm scared. Just kidding. <laughs> um, the, the sibling <laughs> that gossips the most... I would probably have to say my sister, Loretta, because I always find things out from her. So I'm like, oh, wow. But then she could probably say me, too, because I always know a random amount of, like, stuff. Like, I'm like, I don't even know how I know this sometimes. I'm like, oh. Did you just name oh, her, but know. then, like,
1: backtrack a little? You're like. <laughs> but, well, well,
0: yeah. So it's Loretta, definitely. But I'm sure she could probably say me. But uh, I'm just saying, because I, I get a lot of my different info I'm, from my sister. I feel
1: sometimes. like now you're not. <laughs> Loretta's gonna <Yeah>. be like <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um worst college roommate would also have to be in the dorms. So I had a college roommate who I I think we were just night and day in personalities, you know? Um yeah. like I had Gloria and he had a pickup and like <laughs> I volunteered for, you know, certain political organization, he would probably do the opposite. And <laughs> And I just. Those ones. And then one time, um, one time, I remember I had brought some of my camp friends um, because I was part of the college assistant migrant program. So when I say camp, I just mean that. So I brought up some of my uh, camp friends up, and he was giving a massage to just a random (laughs) girl in the hall, and they were on the (laughs) floor, and I was like, well okay, teach their own, and cool, they're doing that, that's their thing, but if you would have just texted me or something, and so the four of us walk (laughs) into that, and we're like, uh, okay, and I don't know, there was just a lot of things like that that would happen, and we were just not on the same page, but he's actually pretty cool besides that, um, and we didn't keep in touch either, um, obviously, (laughs) so... That's that. And then um, is there one person that everyone enjoyed that I didn't or out of all the siblings who's just the gossip? Um, I think I'm going to answer the one person that everyone enjoys and I didn't. Um, and I'm just going to take it to celebrity. I've just never been a big fan of um, I won't name the actor, but they were in the movie Elf <laughs> and just any movie with that guy in it. I'm just not no. a big fan. I just the humor is not there for me. And that's okay. And if he's listening, and we blow up later, I love people. Still think you're funny. You're still a millionaire, and I'm not. Like life is good. <laughs>
0: uh, I hope you find your dad.
1: <laughs> and so yes, uh, I I'm not gonna answer gossip with the siblings. I don't think any of us are really like that. I would. Th- I'll probably say about you. And <laughs> well, you're not I'll answering answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, that's it. Mm, Yeah. And it's finally the end of our episode. So to wrap up, we would like to do our Latinx and Indigenous business uh, spotlight. So Daniel and I will share some businesses that are up and coming that we should all support. Remember that if we support one another, we all thrive. And it's important to help out our local Indigenous and Latinx businesses. Do you want to start?
0: Uh the business that I would like to highlight is called Noaton Nation. I hope I'm saying the first word right, but it's Noaton Nation. They are a indigenous women owned Nimipu I Owned Nimi it means Nesperus woman. Owned business here. They have their own website and Etsy shop, and she does different pop up shops, different um, different events. And she's also my cousin. So shout out to Noitan Nation and Marsan Powaki. Her website is www. N A T I O N dot com. So it's Noaton Nation, which is basically nation backwards and nation. So N O I T A N. N-A-T-I-O-N. And yeah, so check out her business. She has a lot of different cool, you know, shirts and phone
1: designs, stickers, all kinds of cool things. So yeah, shout out to Marsan. And I would like to give a shout out. (laughs) Obviously, I know I already shared a business with y'all when I give a shout out to my sister-in-law. But I would like to give a shout out to um, another family member of mine. And we promise we're not just focusing (laughs) on family. We will be listing more of our community partners. Um, but this this particular business is XO Beauty Studio, um, owned by Patty Fernandez. Um, to know Patty is to love her. She has the biggest heart, and she has high aspirations in supporting and uplifting our community. Um, a little bit on Patty is she works hard to translate um, in her current. She she has multiple position. Uh, she has multiple jobs right that she holds aside from being a business owner, but she helps the community by helping them get access to their medical information and in the form of translating so it's actually a big deal Um, but exo beauty studio provides teeth whitening body sculpting lip blushing lap lash extensions tooth gems ear piercings and they're available on the weekends and evenings based out of the boise area and so support them by following uh, her at exo beauty studios on instagram um, or stop by her shop and we will be posting information on these businesses On our Instagram, Brown Sound Podcast. So follow us and see it there.
0: Yes. And I'm going to have to hit up Patty's shop because I got to get this uh, chin sculpted, you know. Let's get this. (laughs) um, I got to get it together. Summer's almost coming up. (laughs) So yeah. Anything like any self-care, self-care stuff is so important. So like, yeah. So that's. That's awesome.
1: Yep. And that's one of that's one of the things um that Patty focuses on. She she's not there to change you. She just wants to elevate how you feel about yourself. And so that's why she created this um beauty studio. So
0: Awesome. Well you guys, that's it for today's Brown South Podcast. <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, I just kinda get into different different voices sometimes. I don't know, it's just some you know, it's just something that happens yeah oh, yeah. yeah so shout yeah. out so
1: shout out to uh shout
0: out to the businesses and shout out to our shout outs and shout out to the world just
1: kidding <laughs> yeah thanks for staying with us and tune in next time for more interesting topics we'll be here with more humor and more personal stories thank you for your support
0: uh, cut. so yeah yeah that means thank you Nespers. <laughs> Cut CIO for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast.
1: We had a blast with you all today. Make sure to tune in next time.
0: To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown
1: Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or to get a hold of us, email us at brownsoundpodcast Sound Podcast 208 at gmail.com.